Greetings, and welcome to Pokemon Aftermath, where we will explore the aftermath of a cataclysmic event that wiped out most of the regions of the world 50 years ago when the ultimate weapon of Kalos was unleashed. Only Sinnoh was spared thanks to a mysterious force that protected it from the blast. Today, we follow Violet, a young trainer who has a passion for exploring ancient ruins and learning about the mysterious Pokemon Unknown. Violet has heard rumors of a hidden temple deep within Eterna Forest where the unknown are said to dwell. She decides to embark on an adventure to find the temple and uncover its secrets. But what will she discover there, and what dangers will she face along the way? Are you ready to join in this epic adventure? Then tune in to Pokemon Aftermath where the stakes are high and the challenges are endless. Alrighty, so, welcome to Eterna City. As you are walking into Eterna City, you notice that it is incredibly, incredibly crowded. So much to the point where it looks like those kind of Asian markets that you see in movies. Mm -hmm. You know how many people there are, like crazy compact? Yeah. Um... So it's about that type. Like, it's a very, very populated city at the moment. You do know that since the since the region has been taking in refugees, Eterna City has really been the place for, for the refugees to go. So there are a lot of people who are staying in tents, in, like, alleyways, and just because of how crowded the city is. And then as you're looking around, you do see posters and banners for the Pokemon Exploration Society Induction Tournament. And so there's festival going on with, you can see stalls and markets of all sorts around the city. So that is also bringing in people into the city. So the normally crowded city is packed at the moment. Is there anything you would like to look for in the city? Well, at first, um, how about you introduce your character and give us a little description? All right. Um, well, my name is Violet. Um, I am a very small person. Um, I'm only I'm a little under five feet tall. Um, I have black hair um, and my Pokemon name is Fuchsia, which is an unknown. Okay. Yeah, so is there um, anything you want to go and um, look for in the city? Uh, maybe just, just like a general shop or something. General shop? Yeah. So you can kind of walk around looking for the Pokemart, which has its, it has its iconic blue roof on top. As you walk in, you see it's a huge building just because of how large the city has become. So... As you're in there, you can see shelves and shelves of pretty much anything you would want to find, from Pokeballs to medicine items to held items. They're just kind of everywhere. And what is it that you are looking for? Maybe some more Pokeballs. More Pokeballs? Okay. So you walk up to the counter, and there is a person sitting... There's a guy sitting at the counter, and he goes... Oh, well, hello there. Uh, what what can I uh, do for you today? Uh, I was just interested in purchasing some more po Some Pokeballs, huh? Alrighty, mm -hmm. let's see here. And how many is that that you're looking to purchase? They're uh, 200 Poke apiece. Uh, two. 250 Poke apiece, I'm sorry. Two? 
Mm-hmm. Alrighty, sounds good. He takes him out as you put out your 500 poke for two additional pokeballs. And he goes, alrighty, well, uh, thank you for your business. And uh, is there anything else I can do for you? I think that's it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. As um, he kind of goes out to help another customer. And as you are walking out of the Pokemon, you see this person in a, uh, like a researcher's jacket with this weird little like radar like machine kind of coming up to you running up to you as wham they run right into you hey what the heck oh goodness um uh, i'm i'm sorry um it's uh nice to uh meet you i'm uh i'm i'm professor ash um let's see here i'm i'm sorry i was just looking at my uh radar here so that was going off as he he pulls up and he looks at it, and he looks at you, and he looks back at the writer. He's like, "You don't happen to um, know anything about the Pokemon Unknown, do you?" Might know a little. Why do you ask? Because uh, my radar here, and he shows it to you with the little flashy red light on it, uh, is meant to detect the presence of unknown, and it looks like it's um, pointing directly at you. Potentially. Hmm. Well, I potentially might have something that would interest you if you potentially knew anything about the unknown. Um, I happen to have a unknown named Fuchsia. You do? Mm-hmm. Is Fuchsia out with you or is she in her Pokeball? Uh, I guess she'd be out with Okay. So Fuchsia kind of like apparates and he goes, whoa, let's see. That's a, that, that's a nice uh, specimen you got there. Um, you said its name is Fuchsia? Yeah. Well, uh, hi, Fuchsia. And he kind of hands out uh, a berry for Fuchsia. And Fuchsia's like, unknown. As it as the berry kind of lifts off of Professor Ash's hand. And you just see part of it disappear. And then another part. And then the berry goes away. And there's like a little happy eye on a fuchsia's face. She's like, unknown, unknown. And Professor Ash goes, oh, that's a, a nice Pokemon you got there. Um, Let's uh, let's head to the uh, Pokemon Center. I might have something that might interest you. All right. So um, you guys go to the, the Poke Center, Pokemon Center, and Professor Ash kind of sits down at a table, and as you join him, he kind of leans in and whispers to you, and he says, so... According to my device here, it says that there is a some sort of signal, uh, like an unknown signal, coming from inside Eterna Forest. And it's a, it's a pretty large signal here, and um, I didn't really want to go by myself, but um, I was wondering if you might want to join me into into the Eterna Forest to kind of find what we're looking for. Sure, I don't see why not. Alrighty, let's see here. Hmm... It would probably be better to go during the night time because that's when the unknown are more known to be more active. Um, let's see. Do you want to say maybe 8 o'clock tonight? Sure. Alrighty. Well, um, meet back. We'll say we'll meet back here at 8 o'clock and we'll uh, head out into the Turner Forest. As he kind of gets up and um, is like, oh, I never um, I never got your name. Um, um, my name is Violet. Alrighty. Well, it's nice to meet you, Violet. I'm Ash. Um, let's see here. So, meet back up here at 8? Sounds great. 
Alrighty, and he kind of gets up and walks out of the focus center. And um, as you as you kind of follow suit, you do see a flyer on the inside of the focus center that says, "Don't forget to enroll in the Pokemon Exploration Society's tournament. Make sure you have your 300 Poke fee, and make sure you sign up before time runs out." Only I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, all right, so what do you do? How can I make another hundred poke in the next four hours? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have things in your inventory you could sell. Uh-huh. Um, if you want, you could roll like an intuition check to try to see if there might be any sort of odd jobs you could do real quick. Okay, I'll do that. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, yeah, so so as you're kind of walking around the city looking for some way to make some poke, you come across the, the berry shop in town, the florist shop, and as you walk in, just asking, you know, if there's any sort of odd jobs you can do for 100 poke, the lady at the counter goes, oh, well, um, I actually do need somebody to uh, harvest my berries for me here. If you want to just do that, and I'll um, show you out to the back real quick where all my trees are. Perfect. Alrighty, so she takes you out to the to the uh, the back of the shop, and there are just berry trees upon berry trees. You are like on the outskirts of town, and um, so are you just go ahead and you're picking berries. Yep. Alrighty, um, I need you to roll a perception check for me. <laughs> That's terrible. That's an eight. <laughs> okay, so you're. So you're going and you're picking berries uh, off of these like leafy, bushy trees. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you you go to grab one, and it tugs back. <laughs> but like, it, I guess it doesn't tug back, but it's it's very difficult to take off the tree. Like you're not really having any luck getting it off. Does it move? <laughs> so do you keep tugging? Um, no. I'm gonna back up and just like stare at it. So you kind of back up to stare at it. And you see kind of shifting, out, like, out, like the leaves kind of shift to reveal this little black face with a little black beak and two tiny little yellow eyes kind of come out of the leaves that kind of shift. And it's just like, mm-hmm. and you have your Pokedex, so you can scan it with your Pokedex if you want. Yes, I would actually love to do that. Oh, it's cute. Alrighty, so it says, so it's floating, floating, and it says, Burmy, the bagworm Pokemon. It covers itself with a cloak to shelter from the cold. When it's hot, its cloak is thinner. Even if it is born where ne- where there are no cocooning materials, it somehow always ends up with a cloak. And it's just kind of sitting there looking around like, who's trying to take my berry? Like, what's what's going on? Can I try to catch it? You can. You can try to catch it without damaging it if you want. If you damage it, it will make it easier to catch. But um, I'll give you I'll give you advantage on the throw of the Pokeball because it hasn't really noticed that you're there yet. All right, I changed dice. We'll see how this goes. Because that other one, crap. All right, so that's a 13. So it'd be a 12. Yep, that'll hit. So you go okay. and you throw this Pokeball at the Burmy as it kind of, it's like, me. As it's as you surprise it and it kinda transforms into this red energy and gets sucked up into the Pokeball. Oh my god, you're so lucky. And 
it, it hits the ground and it shakes once, and it shakes twice, and it shakes a third time. Ding! Yeah. <laughs> Burmy has been added to your Pokedex. Heck yeah. So you kind of, you're like, heck yeah, all right. And um, and you are kind of going, you're finishing picking up the berries and you come out with a big, big basket. She goes, all right, let's see. You have several, several baskets of uh, berries here. So let's see, I'll give you 500 poke for all of them, for your time. Does that sound good? Great. All right. All righty. So you now you have seven hundred poke. All righty. And what do you want to do now? Um. What time is it now? It is probably about six thirty-seven o'clock. Okay. I'll go back and sign up. I have my okay now. Okay. So you go to where they're signing up, which is in front of the Eterna City Gym, and there's this gentleman sitting at the counter. He looks really tired. Like like he's been here for a long time. And he's ready to be done. And um, he goes, <laughs> Welcome to the Pokemon Induction League sign-up. Who are you and do you want to sign up? Uh, my name is Violet, and I do. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, let's see. First, I need to see your trainer's license. Alright, so I'll present. Alrighty, and he looks at it. And he makes sure everything's all right, and he gives it back to you. He goes, all righty, and is there any additional Pokemon you would like to register with the tournament in addition to the rental Pokemon you will be given for tournament purposes? I guess not. All righty, then. So the only Pokemon you plan on using in the tournament is the Pokemon that you are being rented. Is that correct? Yes. Alrighty, sounds good. And he uh, writes that down, and he pulls out, like, kind of shuffles around and pulls out a Pokeball. He goes, alrighty. It's a Pokeball with a, it has a light blue top and has kind of like the imprintation of a snowflake all across the top of it. He goes, alrighty, this is your rented out Pokemon. It has a tag on the inside of the Pokeball that tells you what it is and what it can do. Um, it is to be used in tournament purposes only. Um, let's see here. And let's see, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Let's see. Um, oh yeah, I need your, uh, your 300 Poke fee. Here you go. All right. Sounds good, Miss Violet. Um, we are all set here. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in the tournament. Perfect. Thank you. No problem. And he just like, God, I hate this job. Just kind of under his breath. <laughs> all right. And what do you do now? Uh, I go back and wait for him to meet me. We'll say at that, that point in time was when you were kind of getting to know Emil a little bit. All right. Yeah. So you are sitting in the Pokemon Center just kind of playing with, with your new friend, Emerald the Burmy. And um, if you want, while we're talk while I'm talking here, you can check out its um, her moves and traits and ability and that kind of thing. As 8 o'clock hits and Professor Ash comes in, he goes, Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad to see you here. You, um, you ready to get going? Yeah. All righty. Well, let's uh, let's get started here. We're gonna head out to Eterna Forest and um, start looking for uh, going in the direction of the signal here. All right. So he leads you out of town, and by the time you get to Eterna Forest, nightfall has hit. As you you enter into Eterna Forest, 
it is dark. The the canopy of trees completely shades out any light that there would be from the moon and the stars. Um, though as your eyes adjust, you do see that there are several different kind of regions of Eterna Forest. There's more forested regions like you would in the forest. There's some meadow regions and as well as some ponds. And it kind of leads you through all three of these, the, the, um, the, the signal does. Um, go ahead and pick one of those areas for me. Pond. Pond. All right. So I need you to roll a rarity check for me, which tells me what Pokemon is what you're going to encounter, and that's just a straight D20. Okay. Okay, that that was fantastic. Um, it rolled off of my computer, and it was a one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. So, as you're you're coming through the pond areas, you see several kind of flashing lights, just kind of like fireflies, flitting about in the distance, a couple splashes in the ponds. And as you look over to one of those splashes in the pond, you see this little blue blob that has some little, like, almost antenna-like whiskers, like purple antenna-like whiskers coming out of the side of its head. It doesn't have arms, just two little stubby legs and a tail. And as you just see these two empty white eyes and this very large smile kind of come across his face, like, Oh, it's so cute. Um, I want it sees me though, right? Oh yeah, it sees you. I don't want to damage it though. Just try to catch it. You can just try to catch it if you want to. It's gonna be harder to catch. Just, I mean, I said that same thing about the Burmy, but the Burmy rolled really bad on its <laughs> on its uh, capture rate capture ratio. So okay, so I guess I will attack it. I want to catch it. Okay. So who's who's out? Um, Emerald. Okay. Emerald is out. So what are you commanding Emerald to do? I will command Emerald to use Struggle Bug. Okay. So you're going to roll the hit. That is a 13. 13. Okay. So it hits. So you command Emerald to hit to use Struggle Bug as Emerald just kind of shakes its cloak at all these little almost they almost look like little tiny green gnats kind of come out of emerald's cloak and go and kind of start swarming the whooper that is nine plus ten so 19 just a 24 24 okay so this whooper is looking kind of kind of rough at this point but it is going to shoot a water gun at you at Burmy. So it does hit. So that's 19 damage coming towards you. Only going to be four. Yep, so you're only taking four water type damage. Mm-hmm. As Wooper kind of brings up this, this water into his mouth as its cheeks kind of puff up and this spray of water just blasts towards Emerald as Emerald gets hit with this, this water and just kind of rustles its leaves and shakes it off almost like it's nothing. I would like to try to catch Wooper now. Okay, so you're going to throw your Pokeball. So 
So you're going to roll your d20 and then minus the one. That was a one. This one's going to die still, too. <laughs> so it's a zero. <laughs> so you go to throw the Pokeball and you just hit Emerald in the back of yeah. the head. As the, as, as the Pokeball shatters. Oh god, that was terrible. And now it is Whooper's turn again. <laughs> it is going to use Water Gun again. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, I rolled a three. So, Whooper goes to shoot this Water Gun at Emerald again. Emerald just kind of swings out of the way as the Water Gun kind of shoots right past her. As it is your turn again. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to catch Wooper again with a different D20 because that was bullshit. <laughs> okay. Alright, that was a 17. And did I add anything to that? No. Uh, you, well, you'd minus one for your attack. Okay, so 16. Okay, that'll hit. Okay. So, it shake, the ball shakes once. It shakes a second time. And then Wooper bursts out of the Pokeball. And fires another water gun at uh, at Emerald. Okay. And it fires off this water gun as Emerald's kind of little stretchy stem just kind of uncurls like a slinky as it goes straight through one of the curls as Emerald kind of slinks back up as it dodges the water the water gun. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to have a struggle bug again. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and roll the hit. So that was a 13. Okay, so that hits. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. So that is 9 plus 10, 15, plus my special attacks. Uh, five. So 20. Holy cow. All right, so you go and you hit this whooper with another, with more of those, more of those kind of shiny green gnats that go and start attacking at whooper. And as the gnats kind of dissipate, you see Wooper is, like, looking really rough. Like, it's 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 holding on, but it's it's looking rough. As it's going to try to shoot you with another water gun. That one's going to hit. So, 18 special damage coming your way. Alrighty, and Emerald shakes off this water gun like she did the last one. And now it is your turn again. Alright, I'm trying to catch this Wooper again. <laughs> okay, throw your Pokeball. Oh my god. <laughs> What'd you hit? What'd you throw? <laughs> you throw the you throw the Pokeball and it just rams right into a three a tree and shatters. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> it's gonna hit try to hit you with another water gun because that's like the only move that it can do. Every D twenty, this is ridiculous. Oh, I rolled good on that one. Let's see, that's twenty one special damage coming your way. Six. Um. Alrighty, and so it is. Emerald's turn again. Okay, um, I'm gonna try to, uh, and I'm using the sixth D20 out of my freaking bag. <laughs> okay. Bullshit. Where your Pokeball? All right, that was an 11. That'll hit. Okay. So i so you have done a lot of damage to this thing. Yeah, I didn't want to hit it again. It shakes once. It shakes twice. And Wooper bursts out of the Pokeball again. Are you kidding? <laughs> As it fires another water gun. Fucking intense battle. Professor Ash is just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> As Wooper 
fires this water gun, and <laughs> an emerald scurries slightly out of the way as the water gun shoots faster. <laughs> And hits Professor Ash directly in the face and gets them all out. As it is your turn again. <laughs> I'm trying again. Okay, roll it. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Alright, that's the 15. Okay, that's gonna hit. Alrighty, let's roll this. Okay. <laughs> the Pokeball shakes once. It shakes twice. It shakes a third time. <laughs> Click. Whooper has been added to your Pokedex. Jesus. <laughs> and Professor Ash just looks to you, just like, was that really necessary? You haven't been at this for very long, have you? Look. Look here. <laughs> <laughs> like, even I haven't made the mistake of hitting my own Pokemon in the back of the head with a Pokeball. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> as you as you continue towards the signal and you're walking probably for about another 10 15 minutes or so as you guys come across this small kind of abandoned wooden shack which is what it looks like this is where the signal seems to be coming from so what are you doing it's kind of looking around okay roll a perception check and then it's plus four, so 19. Okay. So you're looking around and you notice this one little eye kind of scurry past one of the windows of this old abandoned house. Hmm. Did it run back behind something and hide? It just kind of, you saw it briefly for a second and then it scurried away. But it is inside the house. Can I have Fuchsia out now? Yeah, you can let Fuchsia out. But no. <laughs> and she's just kind of bumping, like, like kind of like jumping around in the air and kind of doing circles, spinning circles around you. I mean, can I attack it? I mean, we can't really see it. You can't see it. Okay. You're still decent ways away. You're prob still probably about 40 feet away from the house. Okay, well, I'm going to try to get closer. Okay, so you and Professor Ash kind of try to get closer. Do you point this out to him? Yeah, I guess so. Like, hey, did you did you see that? Yeah, it looked like it, um, a big eye, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go take a look. As, he, uh, as you guys kind of go closer to the house and open the door, and as you as the door opens, you see nothing inside. It's just... A empty, rundown house. There's like a bed. There's some tables, but it all looks old and abandoned now. There's nothing. Is there anything on the walls? So, as you look at the walls, there is an old painting on the wall mm -hmm. that looks like it's a painting of Eternity City from the distant past where there are people kind of celebrating around a big statue in town. Can I take the painting off and flip it around? Yeah, so you go and you take the painting off, and as you take the painting off, there is a hidden stairwell that leads down behind the painting. Hmm. Going down there. Okay. So you go down, and Professor Ash follows closely behind you, and you see in this secret basement... 
there's this large machine. Go ahead and roll a uh, technology education for me. Oh, okay. That was garbage. Oh, that's going to be a six. Okay, so you don't quite know what this is. He didn't roll much better. So you don't quite know what it is, but you do notice this big button kind of off to the side of it. It does look like it's not turned on at the moment. And there's still no sign of the, the big eye. Okay. Um, this could either go great or really bad, but I'm going to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> so you press the button as you start to hear this kind of strange whirring sound as the machine kind of powers on. But other than that, you don't really hear much. And then in your head, you hear... Oh, okay. Um, hi. And Professor Ash is like, what, what, who, what, huh? Who's that? Oh, great. And so you can kind of, you can kind of um, guess that he also heard it in his head. You didn't hear it out loud. And he, and, and the voice goes, Hello, I am the unknown. I'm glad to hear, I'm glad to hear from you again. What is it that you're looking for? And Professor Elm is just like, oh, um, you're the uh, the unknown. Okay, um, can you can you tell me more about yourself? And uh, what do you mean hear from us again? I last I checked, I haven't spoken to you. You've heard from us before. Maybe not from you specifically, but I have heard from you before. I'll show you our memories. Tell you more about who we are. And the time that came before. As you see this machine in front of you starts to glow. And you feel this surge of energy coming towards you as you close your eyes because it's too much. And then you open them again. And you find yourself in a different place. You find yourself in Eterna City. But it doesn't look like the Eterna City you were just at. Mm-hmm. You, you see... It almost seems like you're in what... The painting was being depicted. You see the the statue of a legendary Pokemon in front of you. As you see people celebrating around the statue, you see a blonde lady with a green cloak and green shorts. You see uh, an even brighter blonde lady with long hair and two little... They almost almost looks like a black bow in her hair and a long black, almost like a trench coat, but like a dress with like black pants. And you see this someone with a lab coat on and messy gray hair with a mustache and a beard and kind of wearing flannel and shorts. And they're all prayerful ritual celebration that is going around this statue. And then uh, in your head, you hear this is our memories. This is what happened in the forest city before the weapon misfired and destroyed all of the other regions. And this was when we were called upon to protect this region from the blast. And as he say as they're saying that you kind of realize that you can like move around and you can interact with the environment 
just you can't change you can't talk to any of the people or you can't change anything that's near them but um you see as there's kind of this flash almost like a light speed kind of um kind of like tunnel mm-hmm. going through as you are now in a cave and you see this woman who is kind of sitting in prayer to this mural of unknown in like a circle, almost like an extra dimensional space, um, which is what the mural is depicting. And the unknown says, we used to be worshipped by the people who sit out as messengers of the legendary Pokemon Dialga and Palkia. So we do have some influence over time and space. And the tunnel comes back as this time you actually don't quite know where you are. You're in this weird place where up looks like down and mountains that look like they could be Thousands of feet in front of you, you reach out your hand and you touch the side of them. And one second, you're the you. And then the next second, you're an old woman. And then a child. And then back to yourself again. As you see this large creature with tendrils coming out of its back, flying towards you. And as it reaches you, you see the tunnel come back and you're suddenly back in the basement. Okay. That last memory is of the present. Make sure you have what it takes to find it. And the machine kind of stops glowing and hums down. And it says, and Undown says, I hope you enjoy your memories and learn something from them. There is a gift that we have for you. And you hear your Pokedex kind of ding. And as you look at it, you see that there is a map with an X on it. It says, There is something special for you and any of your compatriots that might come along with you on your journeys. Well, goodbye for now. As you hear a click as the machine turns off and you no longer hear the unknown. And Professor Ash kind of turns to you and is like, what the hell was that? I'm not sure. Did you see the and the and the lady and the mountain I can touch? Yep. And mm-hmm. yep. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not sure. And he's just kind of sitting there staring at the machine, and he goes up and he presses the button again, and it just clicks. Presses it again, click, 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 and he's like trying to get it to turn back on and it won't. Is there anything else in this? Um, no, there isn't. There's only, the only thing in that room is the machine. Okay. Is your radar still detecting anything? Oh, that's a good question. Um, he, he pulls it out and he pull he pulls out the, the radar and it's dark. Alright, well, I guess we head back out. I, I guess so. And um, he he kind of gets up and starts walking out of the house and starts walking back. 
Are there um, any other places you want to check out before you leave? Can we go to the meadow on the way back? Oh, yes, yeah, um, I suppose so. Go ahead and roll a rarity check for me. All right, let's hope it's better than it was before. <laughs> yeah, that whooper costs you like all of your Pokeballs. <laughs> 11. 11? Okay. Ooh, okay. So as you are kind of going through the meadow, just kind of searching, using your, your Pokedex phone as a, as a flashlight, and you see this kind of blur of brown, and you see this kind of pointed tip that is kind of orange and brown stripes as it whirls around and you see this little kind of rabbit-like Pokemon with this drill attached to its tail. Now keep in mind you do have your Pokedex as well that you can scan if you want to. I would like to scan it. Okay. So, it loads, it loads, it says, Centric, Finoform, the Drilltail Pokemon. This variant of Centric lives in underground burrows together with Sinonian Furrets. The Centrics look far and wide, and once they stake the ground with the tip of their tail in order to soften it, so they simplify work for the ferrets when they did. All right. And it doesn't quite seem like it's noticed you yet. Okay. Um, well, I would like to try to catch it before it notices me. Okay. So roll to hit on the Pokeball with advantage. That is an 11. And that is a 13. Okay. So that'll hit. And it will have disadvantage on the throw to break out. So you throw the Pokeball and the Centric gets hit with the Pokeball and kind of turns into that red light as it gets sucked in and it goes into the grass and you can't really see the Pokeball anymore because of all the tall grass. And then you just hear Centric Sinoform has been added to your Pokedex. Heck yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And as you guys are kind of head your way back to the Poco Center, and kind of Professor Elm looks to you and says, well, um, I guess this is where we part. If if you ever find where that map leads to, make sure you uh, let me know, and he kind of gives you his his number to put in your, your Pokedex. He's like, let me know if you ever find out where that, um, that X leads to. All right. All righty. Um, here's where we say goodbye. I'm going to go in and continue looking into these, these unknown. You know, because it's, um, just crazy what they saw, what they showed us. And, um, well, good luck as he kind of goes, turns around and goes out of the Pokemon Center. What time of day is it now? It is like midnight. Okay, long adventure. Yeah. Alright, so I guess I'm going to... I want to go... You kind of walk up to her, and she goes, "Oh, um, she's kind of nodding off. Oh, hello. Um, uh, what can I do for you today?" Um, I would just like to heal up all of my Pokemon. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. And she takes the the four Pokeballs from you as um, she kind of goes to the back, and you wait probably about 15, 20 minutes. She comes back and you're like, alrighty, everyone's all healed and ready to go. Did you need a room for the night? Yes, please. Alrighty, I just need to see your trainer's license. Great, here you go. She takes it. She does. She really doesn't even look at it. Like, her eyes are fully closed. <laughs> and she gives it back to you. 
She's like, alrighty, just um, after five, just go to this hall over here. And she points over to like a hallway entry. And she goes, count five doors and any door after that that is open, feel free to take. Just turn the occupy handle. What? Right, so you go into the into your room of choosing. It's like your basic hotel room. Do you let everybody out to fall asleep with you? I'll let Fuchsia out. You let Fuchsia out? Okay, so Fuchsia, Fuchsia comes out of her Pokeball. And as you lay down to go to bed, Fuchsia just kind of snuggles in next to you as you fall asleep. And we kind of zoom out of the Pokemon Center and fade out. And then as we fade back in... We're back. You're not back, but just the scene is back in that area where up is down and far is close and time doesn't exist. As we see this man, but it doesn't really look like a man. The only thing you could tell that it's human or relatively human is the white, blue, spiky hair on, on the head. As well as you can see two almost human-like appendages on the arms as it walks around like a human. And you see it talking to this shadow figure. And then suddenly you see a rip form where you can see looking down on the Pokemon Center of Eterna City. As the, fi- the humanoid figure nods as the rip sews itself back up and we fade to black once again as we end our session tonight.